Hello and welcome to Taking the Stress Out of Sleep. I'm James Wilson, your host, also known as the Sleep Geek, the founder of Kipmate. And today we're going to talk about how much sleep do I need? The question I get asked most of all when I'm going around the country, around the world, helping the organisations and sports teams I work with get better sleep. And I have an answer for you. I do not know. I can't tell you how much sleep you need. But what I can do is help you work out what your sleep need is. So let's start the start with simple stuff. Sleep need is different for every single person. And sleep need is different every single night. So you genetically are predisposed to need a certain amount of sleep. One of the issues when we talk about sleep need is we focus on how much and we forget that the other part of sleep need is how good. So it's not just about the length of sleep you had, the volume. It's also about the quality of that sleep. The issue with with quality of sleep is there's no recognised, agreed way of measuring quality of sleep. But today I'm going to help you understand what good sleep feels like to you, what meeting your sleep need feels like to you. So as I said, for some of you, you will have a higher sleep need and for others it will be lower, but it does differ night on night because some days you do more physical exertion and you might need a little bit more deep sleep and other days you have more emotional exertion. You know, someone at work might be being a bit of a dipstick and you need a bit more REM sleep to work through how much of a dipstick they are. So every night is different, every person is different. There is not a magic number and often we're led to believe that there is. One of the reasons for this is that a lot of sleep experts like to talk about how much sleep we need. So one of the most famous books around sleep is Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. And in that book, Matthew Walker says, if you have less than seven hours sleep for one night, you are going to die. The problem with this idea is that that's not true for everybody. Although the data might show it in terms of big mass population research, for you as an individual, that may not be true. The idea that we need eight hours sleep, for example, that if we get seven hours, 59 minutes and 59 seconds, then we've not met our sleep need and we're going to be horrible today. That idea is really destructive to our sleep. So when we have a a number in mind and we think I need eight hours and I've got to get up at six, so I'm going to go to bed at 10, again, it's quite destructive because that might not suit your body's natural rhythm and you might just lay there tossing and turning. And that's not really a sleep issue. That's a sleep scheduling issue. So, So with this idea of sleep need, this idea that there's a magic number often perpetuated by sleep expertise is one of the main reasons that a lot of people are not sleeping. So what I'm saying to you, get rid of this idea that that you have a magic number and actually start to understand what sleep feels like. Sleep is not a number. It's not, it's not, I need to be in bed for 10. It's not, I need eight hours sleep. It's a feeling. It's a feeling of, of how well rested you are and how you are able to operate the next day. Another thing that affects our thoughts around sleep need is the use of sleep trackers. Really, the fitness trackers, you know, the likes of your your Apple Watch or your Fitbit or your Aura Ring or your Garmin. And these devices, they tell us that they can track our sleep and they can tell us exactly how much sleep we have had. The issue with that is that they're not really very accurate. And some of them, you might as well ask a chocolate fire guard how well you've slept because you'll probably get about as accurate answer from the chocolate fire guard as you would from your tracker. It's very difficult to track sleep 
particularly REM sleep, and often your tracker is just having a pretty good guess. Trackers can be useful in terms of trends, but they're not useful if we take each night's data in isolation. And it often this comes around down to, I've not had enough sleep. I've not met my sleep need because my tracker's telling me that I've only had six and a half hours sleep and I'm not ready for the day ahead. And it just creates this sense of negativity. So often our, our thoughts around our sleep need can actually be the thing that is driving our poor sleep because we are being told either by stories we've created for ourselves, I need eight hours sleep, that we're not meeting that criteria, or by our devices, your tracker, your Whoop, your Fitbit, your Roba, your Apple Watch, Garmin, is telling you that you're not ready for the day ahead because you've not met the sleep need that they've decided you need. So I, I prefer when I'm working with people, whether it's working with England footballers or whether it's working with shift workers at a retailer, I prefer to help people understand themselves when it comes to sleep i prefer to help people like work out how you feel and when you feel okay as you start your day then you, you probably make your sleep need so let, let's talk about let's talk about that how do we how do we actually work out have we met our sleep need how do we track have we met our sleep need without using a tracker so what I do, I ask, I ask the people I work with three questions. And if you are using a tracker, you can you can lay this data on top of the tracker, or preferably, you don't need to use a tracker. Just ask yourself these three questions, and you can work out, have I met my sleep need? So the first question I get people to ask themselves is, how quickly did I fall asleep last night? And actually, not just last night, but maybe the two or three nights before that. So over the last couple of days, how quickly did you, did you fall asleep? If you fell asleep like that, instantly, you've fallen asleep, as your head hits the pillow, now you might think that's good. You might think that means that you are a good sleeper. I'm about to burst your bubble. It does not. Because falling asleep within five minutes of, of getting into bed, falling asleep without even realising you fall asleep is a sign of sleep deprivation. You haven't met your sleep need properly over the days previous. So that means that you are sleep deprived and you are just falling asleep where, where you stand. This does not mean you're a good sleeper. This means you have not had enough sleep for you of quality and quantity in the days previous. If it takes you longer than 30 minutes to fall asleep, well that, that's a sign of, of, of insomnia. It could be a sign of, of poor sleep. It may be that you're going to bed at the wrong time for you. It may be that you've got stress and anxiety that you need to work through. But, but that, again, is an indicator of, of, um, of maybe an underlying issue. So falling asleep between five minutes and 30 minutes roughly would, would be what I'm looking for for the people I'm working with. Less than five minutes, you've, you're sleep deprived. More than 30 minutes, you, you might have a touch of insomnia. So that's the first thing we want to track. The second thing we'd like to look at is how many times do you remember waking in the night? Now, in episode two, we're going to talk about how many times we wake up during the night and, and waking that, how we deal with it. But actually, what many of us don't realise when it comes to our sleep is we wake up every single night. We wake up three to six times a night. Now, if you can't remember waking up, that means that you that your quality of sleep was really good. So if you don't remember at all, brilliant, spot on. That's exactly the sort of sleep we want you to have. Good quality sleep. If you remember waking up once or twice, that's okay. You know that you're not you're not doing too bad. If you remember waking up more than three times, well that would indicate that maybe the, your quality of sleep is not very good. That maybe there's some underlying stress. It might be too much alcohol consumption, caffeine consumption. It may be that you are going to bed at the wrong time for your sleep type. The, but but it would indicate the quality of sleep is 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 not there. It would indicate that you have not met your sleep need that night. The third way that, that I, I get people to track their sleep is, is about how they feel. 
but not how they feel as they wake up. Because as you wake up, you will have sleep inertia. You will feel a bit groggy. It doesn't matter even if you've had the greatest night's sleep that you could ever have. It may be that in the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe even half an hour, you just, you're just not quite with it. And when we judge our sleep then, it, it puts negative thoughts into our minds around our sleep. If we think about our, how we feel in terms of wakefulness, do we feel alert, do we feel active, do we feel productive? If we think about those feelings at maybe 10, 11 in the morning, because at 10, 11 in the morning, you should feel at your most alert. So if you feel alert at 10, 11 in the morning, you've probably met your sleep need in terms of both quality and quantity the night before. If you don't, if you feel a bit lethargic, you feel not quite with it, you're struggling to focus and concentrate, it could be that you've not met your sleep need and we need to do a bit more investigation as to what might be causing that. So there you go. The three things you can you can track to understand your sleep need. Have I met it? Am I sleeping well? First, how quickly did you fall asleep? Less than five minutes, probably a touch of sleep deprivation. More than half an hour might be suffering from insomnia. How many times do you remember waking up in the night? None? Brilliant. Once or twice? All right. More than three? We need to have a look at what underlying issues that are affecting your quality of sleep. And finally, how do you feel at 10, 11 in the morning? If you feel alert and active at 10, 11 in the morning, you will probably met your sleep need. So there we go. As I said, I can't give you a magic number of how much sleep you need. But what I hope I've done is help you understand how you can work out your sleep need and work out every day, have you met that sleep need? Remember, when we take the stress out of sleep, we start to sleep better. I'm James Wilson, also known as The Sleep Geek. You can find me on social media at The Sleep Geek or check out my website, thesleepgeek.co.uk. Hope that helps. Sleep well.